What's up, everybody? Welcome to the View from Jamestown podcast edition. This is episode 22, the March 2019 podcast recording. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So we have to specify the, the year now because this is the, the official one-year anniversary of the podcast. Wow, is Our it first, really? first episode right. was Jeez. March 2018. Time flies when you're having fun. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> 22 episodes in that period of time, too. It's pretty good. Wow, pretty good. Yeah. What did you say at first? You said we had to do like 10 or something to make it worth it, and we kind yeah. of blew that out of the water. I don't remember saying that, but if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> we can pull up the old tapes. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to find it. First in the industry, though, I'd have to say. I mean, anybody else in the chemical industry doing... Yeah, monthly or even more than monthly podcasts. I can't think of them, even on a regular basis. I can't think of anybody. Yep. Still, yeah, we still get a lot of compliments and trade shows and everywhere we go, emails. Hey, mm. look at your podcast. Hey, it's a great your idea for the video. So you're still getting more and more views. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, we were in Fort Worth last month at the at the Chemicals America show, and people I had never even heard of came up to us and said, "Oh, I love the podcast. Listen to you wow. guys all the time." Like people, yeah. I had no idea that you know well, how many. Pe- I'd walk by people and they'd see me and look at my badge, and then like you'd see the thing click in their head, like, "Oh, like the podcast." Like you recognize the name from it, kind of funny. <laughs> ben Sawicki, he's famous. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. apparently. <laughs> so yeah, it's been good so far. We obviously appreciate anyone that's been listening from the very beginning, or even obviously more recently. It's you know we appreciate you listening and all the feedback we've have is great and if there's anything else we can cover or talk about by all means please uh please keep letting us know um moving right in so coming into march so two months under our belt in 2019 um how's uh, how's things looking across the board what, what are you guys seeing in the market you know chemical industry and, and kind of market-wide i think it was purposefully silent yeah you know, it's been just a little because, quiet yeah it's just you know it's uh there's just so much confusion, you know, in the markets, um, you know, mainly related to our president and his decision making and uh, policies and stuff like that, that, you know, you know, for the first time in my life, I've said to quite a few people that I don't have any sort of forecast. I don't know what's going to happen. Yep. It's all based on reaction and, um, and, and media and all this sort of stuff that's happening right now. So. Yeah, you don't see me quiet very often. I know. And Javi, you've had some travel south of the border. What's the general kind of impression you've gotten from people you're talking to? People are just waiting to see what's going to happen because yeah. that trickles down to everyone else. You know, this is this is where everything starts, and then everyone gets affected in some way or another. You know. Yeah. So everyone is very just kind of wait and see. Wait and see. You know what's what's happening. What's going on here? I think one of the biggest trends is. Leading to that has been the whole U.S.-China tariff saga at this point. I don't know the right word to describe it. Um, was supposed to go up to 25% on March 1st. That's gotten mm-hmm. pushed out, quote-unquote, indefinitely is the only kind of guidance we've been given. There's articles coming out saying it may get solved, it may not. People are coming to a conclusion. It's We're still far away. You kind of see articles talking about everything. Yeah. Um, but it has been pushed out, so it'll keep at 10% for the foreseeable future. Last right? night I was, I was watching uh, a couple of analysts talking about this this tariff, and they, they call it that's going to be a draw. What does that mean? What, what do you call a draw? I mean, draw is going to be as it used to be. It's, for me, a draw will be keep it at 10%. I don't know. That's my opinion. Right. But why do you call it a draw? That's that, that's what they're saying. It's going to be a draw. I would call a draw back to what it used to be because there there are duties in place to you know yeah. for, for a reason, and a draw would be back to what it what it historically was. I you yeah. know so I don't think the ten percent would be a draw. Yeah, for me it's a ten percent. What about I don't know for you guys what is a draw? I mean, if you say draw, <laughs> I would say zero. I would say go back to 
summertime when it was nothing, nothing. Yeah, duties in place as they have been, uh, you know, responsible duties, yeah. uh, I think would be a draw. But, you know, there's also the draw when you stand back to back, do 10 paces and then draw, you know. Yeah. So, you know, there could be that kind of draw coming yeah. up. Um, so that, that's what the both negotiating sides are saying. It's, it's looking to it and it's going in the final uh, end of negotiation and it's looking as a draw. That's And in the meantime, American consumers of Chinese goods businesses are paying 10% more, right? Not China. American business is paying 10% more if they buy, like we're ha we have to buy certain products in China. They're, because of the policies that were allowed for the last decade, they're the only people, or only country in the world that makes certain products. We don't have a choice. So we already have a duty in place on most of these products. And on top of that, another 10%. So, you know, it's just adding to the instability and confusion um, where we're at right now in 2019, Q1. Nobody knows where it's going to go. And hopefully at some point we just get direction one way or another if it's going to be 10% ongoing. Okay, tell us that. Fine. We'll plan for that. If it's going to go back to zero, tell us that too. If it's going to be 20, like we just got to need some kind of direction one way or another to figure out kind of how to plan things. That's what yeah. I want. I want some some clarity. Like I, I don't like indefinitely <laughs> yeah. or, you know, probably, maybe. I want just to know what it is and we can move on. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's been in place long enough now that people are playing games. You yep. know, paperwork's being switched. Yep. Product is not, you know, derived from China. It's derived from somewhere else according to the paperwork is what we're hearing. Yep. So, you know, and I think... Uh, you know, people are flagrantly breaking the law when it comes to this. And I have to assume even like regulatory agencies don't even know how to proceed and what to look for and what not to look for because it changes overnight. Well, that's if they're working. Right. You know? when, when the government's open. <laughs> yeah, when the government's open. Yeah. So, um, I mean, just what a mess. Just watching the news this past week with the Cohen testimony and the investigations and everything. It is just such a mess. And, um and honestly, as American citizens, we've allowed it to, to get this far. So, uh, you know, we, I guess we got to live with it. Yeah. So something to keep an eye on. We'll certainly keep putting emails out and, and publishing stuff on social media as we see updates. Obviously, we'll see if and when that actually happens. But we're you know doing our best to stay in front of customers and business partners, just kind of show what we're seeing. That's kind of all anyone can do at this point is just pass on what, what we're seeing and go from there. Yeah. And the, the, in, the lack of direction is is reflective now in raw materials and chemical prices and demand overall. That's what I'm seeing. I mean, right now we got very flat raw material prices other than maybe NAPTA values increasing a bit um, based on what OPEC's doing and what Russia's doing. But, uh, you know, chemical prices are flat to down and uh, demand is definitely flat to down. I, you know, people are asking how is specifically TCC's doing. We're doing great because we worked hard the last you know, several years to have new opportunities. And as those new opportunities are kicking in and we're growing in those opportunities, otherwise we wouldn't be doing great. Sure. If we were just sticking with the same old, same old, we'd be probably half of what we were a year ago. Right. Right now. Yep. So. Um, moving on, one of the other big geopolitical trends and, and situations going on right now is the situation in and around Venezuela. We have our, our resident South and Latin America expert Javier Fernandez here to, to speak on that a little bit. Yeah, uh, Russia's taking a, a more of a more of a role in, in, into the dynamics of uh, of Venezuela. Um, last week, uh, the PDVSA headquarters of European has moved from Lisbon to Moscow. 
which that wow. it's going to be very hard to track or stop any transactions. It's very it's going to be very hard. So so that's going to probably going to be like a no new OFAC. They're going to be all the PDVSA transactions going to be an OFAC. They're going to the Office of Foreign Assets and Control. Mm-hmm. So you see it's a little bit standstill. People are still going out the streets. They still have two presidents. Um, so people are wait, also wait and see what's going to happen. The the aid didn't make it there as people were expecting. So, I mean, they were, I think the momentum is it's kind of dying down a little bit, which is sad, sad to see for everyone. And are there any upcoming like deadlines or major milestones to get, or is it kind of still just like no, a wait and the, see? the next one it's, uh, it's people out of the streets and they're hoping to military to just go against the Maduro, but Maduro doesn't want to leave, you know. So, so kind of a standstill almost in a way. Yeah, I think the next the next time the people are gonna be out of, out of, on the streets is gonna be March 9th. But I mean, what is that gonna do? You know, it's just people are not happy. Yuri knows that. Right. You know, people right. people are not happy with the with the system how it's working. They're lacking, you know, food, basic needs. Mm. What about the oil? They are hurting on oil. They're relying more on gold to make transactions. The exports to the U.S. have stopped, not stopped, but decreased almost a fourth mm-hmm. because they know they're not going to get paid because the sanctions take effect at the end of April. So, but they're looking at other markets. They're looking, but that's adding freight to, I mean, they can, they can ship it to Iraq. They can ship it to Afghanistan. They can ship it to Russia, but... Afraid it's at the time it's gonna be mm. it's an issue, so definitely a big, big trend, big issue, and just kind of wait and see what happens. Yeah, and hope stuff kind of shakes out relatively soon to yeah. get stuff back to as normal as possible or mm-hmm. some kind of normal, normal state. Yeah, correct. Um, obviously, now in March, one of the best months because that means springtime's around the corner. Although, as I say, that we got 10 inches of snow here yesterday, so yeah. maybe not so much. Um, and one of the big trends, obviously, with the springtime and the logistics type of industry is the thaw season. Uh, AJ, you want to talk about the thaw season a little bit, what it means and, and what's coming up? Yeah, the thaw season, um, specifically as it pertains to us, it mainly uh, affects our urea shipments out of, um, out of uh, Montreal down into the U.S. Um, basically, we put a little, little less on a truckload to, to come down here as, the, as the, you know, the, the ground thaws to save the roads up in, up in Canada. Um, so that starts uh, March 11th this year. Um, so we'll be shipping one less super sack or pallet per per truck um starting march 11th and that typically goes through um i think a, i think late april usually it lasts for about a month um but we'll keep keep customers well informed of uh of the changes for sure and that's not just a urea thing it's logistics wide that's just the only product that happens to impact it, us it's a canadian thing isn't it yeah. it's a canadian thing and yeah like i said it just just as it pertains to our business it's mainly urea because that's what we're bringing from canada down into the into the u.s but i'm sure you know folks bringing product from the u.s back up into canada would have to you know would have to mm. address that as well or anything else coming out of canada for that matter you just got to ship a little bit less for yeah exactly a couple, couple weeks yep. makes sense means good things though it means that it's warming up a little bit roads are going to start to oh, thaw. Yeah. that's that's good news for me at least oh yeah Clocks move forward this Saturday night, I believe, or Sunday night. Uh, so is it that soon? Yeah, yeah. It's this or weekend. Next, this weekend. Yeah. 
So now Javi has another reason to be late for the next month. He's yeah. got to readjust his clocks over here. <laughs> well, he's already getting, he, he's prepping, but he's on California time already. Yeah. Pre- pre- preparation for his trip yeah, tomorrow. I, I was three hours late today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were, you were in at 6 a.m., which is California time. I was on time based on California yeah. time, so that's, that's all that matters. I'm going to put all the clocks on the wall, like president, <laughs> east coast, west coast, and then hobby time. It's a hobby separate, prep. Se- in- separate time zone. <laughs> he preps for international travel for a couple weeks yeah. in advance, get his body. Takes a good two weeks when he comes back, too. I mean. <laughs> um, moving on, price updates and trends. Uh, seems like things are pretty flat in March. It's been pretty quiet, and, and overall seems relatively, uh, relatively flat, both on the raw material side and, and some products, but is that what you guys are seeing, too? Marginal price changes at best, yeah. yeah. You know, penny here, penny there. Um, a lot you of know. rolls. Yeah, a lot of rolls, and, um, you know, and then also, you know, maybe some import pressure. We're seeing a lot of import pressure, mainly from Korea, um, Korea is just dumping product in across the board um, to the United States. And uh, I saw something yesterday that there was an announcement that they were looking at unfair trade practice with India now. Um, Interestingly, they obviously have a tariff on China goods, but they never did anything with Korea. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the rumor was they were supposed to do something on Korea uh, but they were afraid of uh, the fact that we have our military there and, and we get to keep a, a close eye on North Korea. So they never did anything. So it's absolutely unfair yep. trade practices with Korea, but they're doing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on the raw material side, I mean, benzene was up 10 cents month over month. Crude was up a dollar or two. So up a little bit, but not a, not a massive change. Yeah, we're overall. seeing NAFTA values coming up. And um, the one main topic I'd say in the chemical industry is uh, how our plants running and how our, um, you know, crackers and, and upstream of, of chemical plants running. So there's still a lot of issues that are coming and we expect more um, as demand is uh, improving in, in, in other regions outside of China. They're running plants and crackers and things harder. So um, I think the big story for 2019 is going to be, you know, who has outages and who has breakage um, at their plants and for how long. Yeah, I think we talked about that either on a podcast or we have like an article about it, about just the age of the chemical industry and how old some of these plants are, and we're trying to run them at 110%. And yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a continuing problem. Yep. Same thing over there. Price updates price and trends all flat to marginally marginal changes, nothing nothing too big. Yeah, I think any decreases would be more driven by competition, people just cutting margin and, and you know, it's decreases like that. But for the most part, everything seems pretty pretty flat price-wise. Yeah. Maybe MMA might be interesting because of the Unigel fire in Brazil. Um, that might have some impact on pricing, but that's probably the biggest. And that's probably more regional, you know, even though there's some product that made it to the U.S., but it's more regional, you know, probably up to Mexico, uh, but mainly the region. Sounds like a good opportunity for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like that attitude. That's, <laughs> that's enthusiastic. I'll you know. see some POs this afternoon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll have to celebrate those POs if you get them. <laughs> yeah. Let's see them. Sounds like, a, sounds like a luncheon to me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> get the POs. Let's go to lunch. I like, that's, that's, like a, that's like a t-shirt right there. <laughs> I, like, I like that. <laughs> Next time we come, all the t-shirts hold up just like the Rio yeah, socks. Cool. I like it. Uh, featured products, new products. One of the biggest ones we're, we're talking about the last couple weeks is uh, DPHP. We're seeing some 
better availability on that? Is that, that the case? That is the case. Uh, you know, we are partners with Perstorp, and their uh, plant is, is running well now. They're, they had a Borealis on Christmas Day, had a, an outage. That's the cracker that feeds the plant. Uh, back up and running, and volumes are now uh, trickling outside of the EU because uh, the, the demand in the EU, most of what's transacted in the EU is under contract. So they're obligated to supply. So we were getting sort of like the leftovers, um, but now they're they're back up and running and, and filling the supply chain. So things have improved there quite a bit. And, and same for BASF. The Ludwigshaven site is now producing, um, so they're in a better position. So DIDP has made big inroads uh, with a lack of supply domestically of DPHP, but I think that um, that's going to turn around a little bit here in 2019. And what's the one sentence overview on DPHP for anybody that might, might not know what it is? It's uh, what is what? What's like a one sentence overview for anyone that might not know what? DPHP is dipropyl heptyl phthalate, and it's a um, general purpose plasticizer used primarily um, for um, flexible PVC production, and it's. Um, attributes are good weathering uh good outdoor uh you know good permanence uh in the in the polymer and uh overall it's a it's a great plasticizer to be used in anything from uh, tile to roofing to carpet backing any of the general purpose large pvc flexible pvc applications very nice anything else featured or or new on your guys mind that, that kind of just a good good one or anything else well, kind of Pertinent. continuing with the thaw season, we're coming into spring, obviously. We're starting to see an uptick in, uh, in ag demand. You know, urea, dicyandiamide, um, you know, products like that are starting to, people are starting to formulate and blend and get ready for the upcoming spring season. So, um, you know, it's always an exciting time of year. Well, once again, put Javi's WhatsApp in the show notes in case anyone needs to reach out. <laughs> everyone, everyone pointing right to Javi. <laughs> yeah. I think that, uh, you know, we need to talk a little bit about the weather because, uh, it's been extremely rainy in the Midwest. It's obviously going to have an impact on when the farmers can get in the field and um, how much fertilizer they'll use. I mean, the more rain typically there is, the less fertilizer um, may be used, as well as if the fields are mud, if they're you know flooded, they can't get out and apply fertilizer. So uh, there might be some demand constraints this year, you know, based on the... Uh, biblical amount of rain for certain areas i'd be curious too if the extreme cold that they saw for a couple of days up to a week would have any impact too you know minus 50 can't be good for anything no for yeah sometimes people lose their you know the, the plant and then get a frost and lose their whole crop and have to start fresh again you know <laughs> but um you know the the rain should be good for for diamide because it does protect the nitrogen in the soil from uh leaching so, um, you know, the, the, the dicey helps to combat that. So hopefully it'll be a good year for, That's good for dicey know. based yeah. on that. And it just so happens AJ's our urea and dicey product manager. So anyone needs to <laughs> get updated pricing or info on, on either of those products, feel free to, to reach out to him directly or whoever your, uh, your TCC contact is. Yeah, maybe talk a little too about methanol, which uh, right now is um, high demand um, up here in the Northeast. Obviously, there's uh, Mitsubishi operating a terminal up here in the Northeast, and they get their material from Venezuela. So uh, there's a problem there. There's a lack of material available and we're still in the heavy demand season. We just got, you know, 10 inches of snow on Sunday night. You know, Saturday we got a couple, three inches of snow. So this is when the windshield wash is being used and the bottlers are ramped up. So they're still ramped up 
And there's one of three majors up here in the Northeast that is out of material. So For a few weeks? Yeah, it looks like it could be for quite some time. Quite there some was time. some discussion about product going to Europe and turning around and coming back or something like that. I don't know what exactly is going on, but Javi made a, a reference to the, the lead times when you're obviously taking a vessel from you know, Venezuela all the way to Europe and then back. Yeah. Um, that takes quite some time. And then you got weather issues and we've had some significant winds and that'll affect the shipping from uh, Europe across as well. We've seen that affect some of the shipments that we've had coming in. So um, methanol still in, in good demand, rolled prices over, um, which is uncommon because usually you've got the major indices that are, you know, one might be slightly higher than the other. In this case, they both stayed the same. Yep. So um, price is flat on that, but uh, there's been less material overall available for the U.S. Um, and obviously a, a strong product for TCC, so by Very all means, much. Feel, feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Call us. We got methanol. I like it. Uh, event shows, conferences, kind of getting into the busy season. Got a couple couple big ones coming up. You want to you wanna kick it off with the AFPM? Good little, good little overview. Yeah, well, as always, we'll be down at the AFPM. Um, we'll have a big contingent there. Our schedules are, are filling up, um, you know. Pretty pretty quickly. Um, it's amazing we're two weeks out at this point. It's it's come up. I can't believe. Yeah, it always sneaks up on me every year. Yeah. Um, but the the conference officially goes from March twenty third to the twenty second. It's in San Antonio as usual. Twenty third to twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Twenty third to the twenty seventh. Seventh. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're going backwards. <laughs> but um, some of us will be in there a little earlier and staying a little later. So if anybody's uh, you know anybody's down there and don't have a meeting set up with us, just. Uh, you know, just reach out. Um, we'll we'll get you on the schedule somewhere because we have plenty of coverage. Um, we have our um, cocktail party that we're hosting again this year at the Briscoe Art Museum. That's on um, Sunday evening, March 24th. Um, everyone's invited. Oh, all AFPM attendees are invited yep. to attend. I can't say everyone because we had a <laughs> what was it last year? We had a, a list of people from. Uh, we had, we had five Chipotle managers try to come. Chipotle, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite our target audience, nope, but nope. if you're at the AFPM and you're in the chemical industry, we'd be happy to, happy to have you and talk to you at the cocktail party. We would have let them in if they had taco bowls. You yeah, know? see, they got to barter a little bit. Yeah, yeah, bring some burritos. We'll, yeah. you know, we'll make <laughs> yeah. a deal. Um, and then we're doing a uh, golf outing again this year, our, uh, our uh, annual uh, Australian Open <laughs> yeah. 2.0. 2.0. That's on Saturday. I think all of our slots are filled right now, but we can always add a foursome if you want to yep. hop in. You know, yep. I know Rob expressed some interest in <laughs> possibly playing. So I mean, you guys are so enthusiastic about golf lately. I feel like I have to jump on the trend here. I mean, it's, you yeah. know, I've got a good short stroke. My long poke is hard right, but... Uh, I'm the same way. I'm a, Are you the I'm, same I'm way? With you, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a that's part of like a baseball bat swing, right? Where you're pulling it. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. You got to get more over the top of your ball, AJ, and so do I, I guess. Yeah, but see if I can pull the that together. The short game's good. Javi's been pretty addicted to it lately. Yeah, but I'm I'm still I'm I'm still not out there. I'm I'm not playing this tournament. I'm not playing. You're the not playing. No, I'm wow. not playing the Australian Open. No, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm not a part of these guys. <laughs> Probably You're not on that level? Not on that level. I'll be holding everyone back. So next year, next year I'll be at the, at the third, uh, at the Australian Open. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, 22 years in this business, and I'm happy to have some golfers uh, that are, are taking part in the game and can extend our 
you know, our company sales and things to the golf course because it is, you know, it's a great way to, to do business, transact business. Yeah, it should be good. It was a good good event last year and it'll be good this year again. Good, Didn't good somebody go to the hospital stuff. last year? Near, nearly. Nearly. It was a, it was okay. a near, near accident. Okay. That was a different, that was in... Uh, another outing from another one of our suppliers. Yeah. Oh, in Las Vegas. Yes. In Las Vegas. Somebody yeah. had to go to the hospital. There was there. a hospital visit, okay. yeah. That, yeah. Was a, that was kind of a scary one. <laughs> that was very scary. <laughs> but the, the San Antonio course, it's called the Quarry. 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 Because it's, it's in an old quarry, so it's you go around the inside and you come back out up top. So we had one guy up top slice the ball and it went right through the cart. But the windshield, if the windshield was up, it would have hit the windshield. But instead, it went right through the windshield. I mean, missed the guy by I don't know foot, two feet. It was wow. close. Yeah. Who they knew golf was a contact sport? I didn't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> we had some TCC hard hats we're handing out for everybody this year. <laughs> See, you can go half. <laughs> they got hard hats. Yeah. Um, next one coming up. Coming up after that, a um, couple of us will be at the Adhesive and Sealants Council uh, annual meeting in Philadelphia. Um, myself and our local sales up Ken Blanche will be down there. So if you're going to be at that one, feel free to reach out and set up a meeting. We'd be happy to meet with you. We were looking at the list earlier. It looks like some, some good attendees going down to that one. So if you'll be down in Philly in April, feel free to let us know. That looks like a really good one. Did you see the, did you see the attendee list? Looks like a looks like a good uh, good. Call. Really? I, I think you and I went. Uh, Florida, right? In Tampa. Yeah, we went to yeah. Tampa. That was a. I think it moves around. It was, I think it was Miami last year. It moves around every year. It's somewhere different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll be we'll be down at that one. And if you're not going, feel free to check it out. It does look like a pretty, pretty good event. Um, and then UTech also coming up. Javier on top. Yeah, about UTech. UTech. It's gonna be UTech Las America 2019. Uh, it will be April 10 to the 12th in Mexico City. It will be AJ and myself attending. We will have a booth there. Uh, doing a showcase of our polyurethane uh, products, or our isocyanates, our glycols, and all the all our line. Adipic. Adipic acid, isothalic, you name it, we have it. Contact me through WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Rob is directly on the fence as to if you're going or not. Yeah, I'm on the fence. I'd love to go down there. I just want to, um, you know, don't want to overwhelm Mexico City with uh, <laughs> me, Javi, and AJ, myself, Javi, and AJ, but. Uh, you know, we've got some, some great customers, and hopefully they're not too far from Mexico City. If they can make it into the city, we'll, we'll have some um, further business outside of the UTEC, which these guys can certainly cover with the two of them. But, you know, we're trying to arrange some schedules and meet some people, and uh, always love getting to Mexico City. It's a great city. And we've done a bunch of the UTECs, right? It's usually a pretty good, pretty yeah. good event. Yeah. yeah, well attended. Good. So that's kind of what's coming up. Obviously, lots more events throughout the year. But once we get through, I think March, we'll start talking about summertime and some other ones coming up. Um, wrapping things up, anything else to, to go over, talk about? I think we did a pretty good job of covering what's to cover. Yep. All good? All good. Hopefully a little bit warmer next time we, uh, we sit down. Maybe there won't be any snow on the ground. Then yeah, again, for the April view, flip. yeah, hopefully it'll be, that'll be post uh, AFPM and... Um, you know, we usually we start warming up around here uh, yeah. after. It's always nice to get to San Antonio in, in March and, and get the great weather they got down there. Maybe we'll have to do like a like an on-site AFPM recording. Maybe bring a couple of mics down. and Oh, that'd be cool. We'll have our own yeah. George Manchester down there. So if anyone wants to see oh, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the, the guys behind the scenes down here, we'll have George out at the AFPM cocktail party doing some filming. Yeah, so it'd be good to... Shout out to Kettlebottom for doing this great uh, Thank absolutely. You. podcast. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Um, wrapping things up, as always, the podcast is available wherever you do stream your podcast from. Um, this guy. Um, 
SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, we'll have it up on Facebook. Obviously, the, the video version, wherever you get it, we'll have it on, on YouTube and Facebook as well. Uh, SoundCloud, thechemco.com slash podcast. Uh, we got it pretty well covered, I think. Wherever, wherever you stream your audio from, feel free to check it out. Um, Even my dad found it. So oh, yeah, tell, if, tell, if, tell, if, tell the story real quick. It's a so good one. I went to my parents' house for, uh, for dinner two weeks ago, and I, I don't know if my mom found the, the thing on Instagram that the podcast was up, so she showed my dad. And he just learned how to pull up YouTube on his phone and put it on the TV. So when I got there, wow. he, he put on, he kept on putting on the podcast on YouTube <laughs> on TV. And like, Dad, enough. I don't want to watch myself. But yeah, so the point is, if my dad can find it, you know, you should be able to find it. <laughs> now, the real test will be to see if he listens to the whole thing and see if he hears the story on the podcast. That's the That's test. That's how you know he's a diehard. <laughs> we'll see. All right, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. All right, thank, thank you. you. Thank you.